Hello there, I'm Dr. Hacky Reitman, and you're listening to Exploring Different Brains. Welcome to another episode of Exploring Different Brains. In this one, we're continuing our great conversation with Tanya Marshall, the author of Aspian Girl and the whole Aspian series, one of the world's authorities on so many different things, including and especially females with Asperger's. Welcome, Tanya Marshall. Hi. Thank you, Hacky, for having me here. What do you feel are the cultural differences between Australia and the United States that might have different effects on the Aspian females, if any? That's a good question. I mean, I lived in Canada for 26 years and I worked with females back then um, as well um, who presented very much like Asperger's. Um, That was before Asperger's went into the, the DSM, before it was translated. So... I'm not sure if there are any differences because I think between this country and North America, I mean, there are there are differences, but I think the pressures on women are still there for both countries. And I think that because now we're so globally connected through the internet um, and that, you know, a lot of people on the spectrum like to be on the internet. They like to socialize on the internet. And so it's sort of like a global village. And I think when you look at um, Instagram and all of those social media, there's a big sort of push there that pressure, the pressure for women to look and appear a certain way. Um, I think is very difficult. I think the pressure to socialize and the expectations that we should be social uh, are ever so present and exhausting for people on the spectrum. Um, And in Australia here, we have a major crisis within the education system, which is no new, you know, that's not news to you. Um, when I was in Canada, I used to work in a private special needs school, which was really a, a private school for neurodiverse children from K to 12. And it was excellent. It had speech therapy there, occupational therapy there, psychology there, music therapy there. You know, they got to do meditation and yoga for their anxiety. It was fantastic. But so, you, so here we have a school system here in Australia that is um, really just based, based for the, the average typical child. And so where do all the neurodiverse, and I include the neurodiverse, in the neurodiverse is the twice exceptional. So the, the gifted along with Asperger's or, or gifted with learning disabled or gifted with anxiety, they're the majority of actually the clients that I work with, um, their IQs are stratospheric, you know, and um, but they do have some challenges. And the challenge we have here is how to educate them because there aren't any educational institutions here for them. 
and many of them are being homeschooled. You know, Tanya, you are a member of the club of females, okay? What mm -hmm. is the one piece of advice you would give a male who is a caring third party of any kind to an Aspian female? Well, you know, when families come in here or partners um, or siblings, when I'm talking to siblings or, or I might be talking to teachers, I'm, it's pretty much, you know, a similar to, I really like your daughter's quote about the snowflake, you know, um, that each girl or female is an individual who, and I would say, number one, let her be herself. Um, focus on her strengths. That would be number two. Number three would be allow her to have solitude. Um, number four would be help her with her anxiety. Um, much like Temple Grandin's new book, The Loving Push. Right? Pushing lovingly. Well, and, and I love it. And at their own pace. Stretching, as Temple Grandin stretching. says. Stretching, yes. Absolutely, she does, yeah. and and that and I love her words. I call it. I, I I use a step plan. So starting at the bottom, little bit of a step plan yes. as we get to our goal, and that's really really important because the girls and the females that I'm working with. I mean, these are girls or females or adults that have perfect pitch, or they have professional artistic capabilities or their writing poems but what's holding them back is anxiety or depression you know or having a breakdown and once we can get their mental health address you should see what they can do right absolutely that's very well said you know like my daughter rebecca in addition to Asperger's, which I was not aware she had until she was in her 20s due to my ignorance. Yeah. Uh, you know, she also has uh, seizures. She also has a great deal of anxiety. Uh, she also happens to have 23 brain tumors and had two major brain surgeries. Uh, and despite that, she was using her gifts and hard work and determination yeah. to get a discrete mathematics degree from Georgia Tech. And now wanting to follow in certain people's footsteps who are in this interview. She's one-third of the way through her master's in applied psychology. She sounds like an amazing, amazing woman. Well, thank you very yeah. much. She is, and so are you. And so are so many other women who don't get the opportunity to harvest their unique gifts and abilities. That's, that's actually what my third book is about that I'm writing right now is um, I'm talking in my book about all the females that I've met and their gifts and their abilities and their strengths and their talents because what happens is they get identified from a deficit-based approach and lots of professionals focus on and, you know, there's we can understand why because they you know they they need some support in some areas but there isn't a focus or even a sort of look at well what are these girls able to do and it's incredible some of the um clients that i've met over the years 
you know, from professional singers to professional artists. These are people that are paid. And yeah, and, 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 and to make matters worse, to amplify that point, is I'm always yeah. amazed at we parents, because I'm a parent, Yes. how woefully ignorant we are of what our child is interested in. What is their yeah. possible passion? Did we expose yeah. them to things? No, we were busy saying, don't do this. Don't do don't that. Don't do that. Stop playing yes. that music. You know, we're <laughs> instead Sit of... Sit down. Stay still. Yes. Now, let's talk a bit about something that surprised me very much at first, but then I thought about it, and maybe it shouldn't be such a surprise. When okay. I did a webinar for the AANE, Asperger's Autism Network, originally sure. in New England, but they spread out all over. And sure. They, um, it went to, I, I think it was like 36 states and eight countries. What I was surprised at in the interactivity that uh, there were a lot of transgenders and there's a yes. lot of gender and sexual preference confusion. Yes. Maybe confusion is the wrong word, but. Um, Dysphoria. Yeah, yeah. And, and all that, you know. I would like you as a, you know, uh, especially from the female point of view, let's talk about the female point of view, mm -hmm. if you wouldn't mind uh, commenting on that. Yes, um, there appears to be a certain proportion of people on the spectrum who, well, I'd say a lot of, a lot of people are more, I call it a gender fluidity, where they see the person first, not the gender, not the age of the person, and not the sex of the person. That's not as important to someone on the spectrum as who the person is, um, their personality or their morality or their what they do or how interesting they are. Um, now, I've met a few, quite a few females who from all ages, even from very young, who felt like they were more androgynous, um, they uh, wanted to be a boy. Some of them have outgrown it, uh, were just confused by by being not being able to get along with girls and really being able to get along with boys better, so thinking that they maybe should be a boy um, or that they were born in the wrong body. Um, so there's confusion around that. Um, and I've met some who um, have some adults who have made that transition to being a male um, because they feel uh, better that way and they've, they've felt that maybe some of them have felt maybe they'd be more socially accepted as a male, that it was easier to live life as a male than a female. So it's very dependent on the person um, and their age and so on and so on. And whether or not they got an early diagnosis, an early intervention where there, there could be a discussion around identity and dysphoria and androgyny and um, uh, transgenderism and, and so on and so on. But I, so I met recently someone who was, who was just recently uh, diagnosed late. So a lot of late diagnosed people 
and this per particular person was had just made up their mind that um, this was the reverse. Um, he thought that he, the reason for his confusion and depression was because he was supposed to be female. So there needs to be a lot of work around the diagnosis and explaining the diagnosis and the work on identity and so on, I think, before we met the people make you know rash decisions or See, I thought, I thought like that. I was trying to think of it. I was thinking of it in different terms. Sure. In that I find, uh, first of all, I don't disagree with anything you said. I just mean as an additional factor, I sure. think of it as uh, a logical exercise. If you yeah. don't naturally, instinctually, for instance, you know how some Aspies or autistic individuals might get into an elevator and face backwards until right. they get taught how to face frontwards. It doesn't, certain things don't occur instinctually. So if you don't have an instinctual sex drive to the opposite sex, you yes. might think of it as a logical thing. Now, so like I'm a guy, I am attracted to females, but let's say I didn't have that drive and I was going to figure it out who I wanted to be with intimately, as an example. I would yes. say, well, look, these females smell better. They're nicer. They're, you know, guys are like rude and they burp a lot and do other things yes. and everything. I think I'd rather yes. be with those, you know, the, the softer ones, you know, kind of yes. thing. That might be yes. a logical approach. Yes. Um, what are your thoughts about where logic plays uh, in figuring this out for an Aspie? Well, I think I think that that particular example of that gentleman that I was referring to was he was very logical. He he had black and white thinking, and he was very logical, and he, you know, felt that his reason, the reason for his depression and the reason for his confusion over the years, and he was very bright. Um, he just logically felt that no, um, I and he had been talking to some peers on social media and and been on some forums and and just came to this conclusion that logically um, I think I was born in the wrong body and and so that's his decision at this point. What has been your uh, experience with the frequency of males versus females with Aspergers? We're sort of looking at a ratio of four to two, but I think that the more, personally, I think the more that we learn about females and as more it's research be comes even. out, it's be assessment even. tools, I think it's going to be one to one. Yep. I mean, I'm really actually pleased about the, the kind of research that's, and I mean, it's, I mean, the research in, gen in general, just in the area of autism or neurodiversity, has you know, it's it's virtually impossible to keep up with it. Um, but um, the amount of research that's now coming out on females is just fantastic, and gender differences just last year and this year alone, you know, it's probably been about fifteen to twenty studies or more. Um, and I, I know the Yale project is a huge project on females. So 
it's very it's I'm hope hope it would take half the time that it's taken to to sort of from to identify from identifying autism in males that it would take much less time for us to catch up and start helping and supporting and identifying females and um, addressing their challenges so that we can see their gifts. I'd like you to share with our audience how they might get in touch with you. Sure. Um, I have my own website, which is at um, tanyamarshall.com, and that's Tanya with an I, um, which is devoted to Asperger's. Uh, there's a lot of female um, research on there, a lot of uh, different kinds of research. So when people want to find out about the research or about the, the characteristics, um, they can go there. There's also the books website, which is um, at aspiangirl.com. And um, there's also a blog that I have um, uh, at Tanya Ann Marshall dot wordpress.com i also have an amazon uh, author uh, set author website where you can find out more information about my books and um, in the future we're going to be doing um, a webinar series and a, a different another book series uh, which is a different kind of book series uh, for for young girls tanya you know a lot of our viewers out there and listeners who after experiencing you, and I have to say you are wonderful, Thank maybe you. are going to want to go into your field. Tell us about your educational background, and very importantly, how did you get into all of this? Well, it was a long time ago. Um, when I first started, I was actually volunteering because I wanted to sort of I wasn't sure about what I what I wanted to do and I was really interested in psychology and so I went and I volunteered at a day center um, and at that time what a day center was was many homeless people or many uh, people who um, weren't able to work for a variety of reasons and had a variety of different um, labels um, and in, the, in this day centre, there were quite a few people, male and female, who were really, really smart. And we would sit and play chess and we would sit and talk about quantum physics or, or physics or um, space or all kinds of things. And it was obvious to me that they were really bright. But I always thought, how, how are they so bright that they're, they're here? How is it that they're here? They or they struggle with life skills, or they, and and now if you fast forward now, back now, uh, fast forward so many years, um, some of them had the character, you know, the, the typical profile traits of, of either autism or Asperger's, um, along with some comorbid conditions because they had been un, unidentified and, and didn't have, or hadn't received the intervention and so I thought well I'm going to go into this area because they, they were really interesting people they were actually what what we term now as twice exceptional so they were gifted plus uh, additional things um, neurodiverse is what they were um, they just hadn't received the right intervention 
um, to be able to share their gifts with the world. And so then I went to university and got my undergrad and I, I did my internship at the Children's Hospital and the ADHD and the Autism Clinic. And then I did my master's and I did my externship, an 18-month full-time externship at a, a private special needs school for neurodiverse children. Uh, they didn't call them that. But they were, they are neurodiverse from K to 12. Uh, and that was probably one of the best practical experiences, along with the children's hospital internship that I had, uh, because I got to meet every little snowflake, you know, all of those little snowflakes, and they were all different. And um, that was the best learning, better than, far better than any textbook. So that's how I got into it, and I've been there, been doing this ever since. Well, we're so glad that you did, because Tanya Marshall, you're helping so many people, not only with your writing and your books and with your actual practice and your hands-on approach and your telemedicine and your everything you're doing, uh, but you're an inspiration also. So thank you. Well, back at, right back at you, you know. Neurodiversity is where it's at. Thank you so much for being with us. We've had the pleasure of speaking today with Tanya Marshall, um, the author, as you just heard, of so many great works. And uh, we hope to see her again. We hope to be collaborating with her. We hope to be telling the whole world about the great work that Tanya Marshall is doing. Tanya, thank you so much. Thank you, Hacky. Absolute pleasure. I hope to work with you again in the future. For more information, visit us at differentbrains.com.